tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome into the second episode of the I Am Kate After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV and AfterBuzzTV.com. We are streaming live tonight for the road trip part one. Uh, as always, if you guys are new to AfterBuzz, hit subscribe on YouTube or iTunes, whether you're listening to the podcast, watching the video. Uh, if you are watching the video, we are live streaming, so you can comment in the chat box if you guys want to get a chat going there. We had tons of comments uh, last week on the video overall, so if you're watching this, it's not you know live Sunday night. If you're watching this during the week, you you can still comment. We check these things all week, every week. So please, you know, give us your two cents, whatever you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you guys. Y'all did a great job last week. We got a ton of comments from you guys. Really appreciate that. And we love hearing from you. We love talking to you there. You can also talk to us on Twitter. I'm your host, Bobby DeMiro, joined as always by Danica Kennedy and Tiana Hobson. Hello. What's uh, up? Tiana is at on Twitter at the Tiana Hobson. Danica is at Danica Kennedy. I am at Bobby DeMiro. So if you guys want to tweet us, we got three phones on the table, so make use of them, y'all. Um, Danica, you look gorgeous tonight. Tiana, you look, you're okay. You know what, Bobby? I appreciate you and all of your beauty. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> Um, again. <laughs> okay, well, I only say that because last week, <laughs> jokingly, I was in an awkward moment where I was like, what do I say? And I was like, Danica's here. You're, you're pretty. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and then, and then you, it. yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> and then, and then you reminded me of it five minutes ago. So I you did. walked right into that one. I did, and I appreciate it because you know what? There's a fan out there who's going to comment again about how you didn't call me pretty. And, it's rude. But he also hasn't called Caitlyn pretty yet, and that's like a sin. Hashtag Bobby hates Tiana. Hashtag <laughs> Tiana hates Bobby more. Hashtag no one cares about this but you and I. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're talking the road trip today. Accurate. Um, <laughs> Okay, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of road trip stuff to get to. Let's kind of get her out of the way, though. Let's talk Kim. So we see the voice. Caitlin's uh, concerned about her voice coming in. We get Kim. We get Malika. Not No comment there. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about Kim and room service. So the voice is a big deal, right? I mean, we don't understand it, I guess, because none of us have transitioned. Caitlin said women don't understand the voice, so I'll open up to you two and the women at home. Is she right about that? I will say that I don't think it's that women don't understand the voice. It's that I know plenty of women who were born as women who have very deep voices. And it it probably makes them insecure. My voice is pretty deep right now because I just woke up from a nap an hour ago. <laughs> was it good, though? Was what, the, no, nap. the nap was bomb. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's Worth like that. it's something that happens. But I think we all hear our voices a lot different than they actually appear. When I think my voice is really deep, I'll listen to it later on. I'm like, oh, wow, it actually is more annoyingly high than it was deep, you know? So I, I, I can understand how you would want your voice to sound more feminine, but I do, at the end of the day, I don't think that it's the most important thing. 
And that's just my opinion on it. It doesn't mean that Caitlyn's opinion on it is wrong and I'm right or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, as a female, I don't necessarily think that the voice is the most important thing right now. It's part of identity for her, though. It seems like she's tied to, for better or worse, a woman looks a certain way, acts a certain way, sounds a certain way, and there's so many more things to being, I mean, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, there's a lot more things to being a woman than the way you look, act, and certainly in our culture, in the way that cultures create roles for genders, both female and male, women are supposed to, quote-unquote, act a certain way, look a certain way, men are supposed to, and you don't always conform to that, but for her, her transition thus far, and the road trip will hopefully start to change that, but we'll talk about it, has been about the superficial stuff. And I think that's uh, yeah. the hang-up for me is, and we talked about it last week, Vanity Fair, the cover, the, the surgeries, the look. It's like not everybody can do this. And not even that, not everybody has the wherewithal to get this all together. This is a yes. team of people mm-hmm. around her. It's and- not just money even. I don't think a lot of people realize how much work and money goes into this. I'm so glad that she can be this huge spokesperson for the community, and it's really great in that way. But I don't think everyone realizes how much money and how big of a platform she has. I think there's a lot of people that could possibly be inspired by Caitlyn and want to do that, and they don't have the means to, and they're going to save up all their money to do it, and... I like that they touched on this this episode with, like, you know, the whole sex jobs thing. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them can't be employed. Well, not can't be, but people are judging them, so they're unemployable. But the whole voice thing, I understand why it's a concern. But if you're making this transition, which is a big, long transition, I would get the dick taken care of first before the voice, right? <laughs> the song situation. Like, right? If you're making that transition, which, by the way, like... If you're considering yourself to be a woman and you haven't taken that off and you get arrested, like, do you go to a male prison or, Ooh, like, that's a jail a challenge. prison? Like, or jail prison, a female prison. But you know what I mean? Like, how do they differentiate that's, that? There's they're starting lines to for put, me. They're starting to put, um, to put, like, transgender units in prison and obviously mm-hmm. transgender people in prison that's an interesting documentary to do because the way that they get treated the way mm-hmm. that they're you know they're targeted and everything so what do you do do you put them in a women's prison do you know do they get targeted there or do they become it whatever you put them in a men's prison they're gonna get targeted just because men's prisons are kind of like that from what every documentary i've seen sound i've never been arrested um i mean you even saw it i mean this is completely Hollywood's version, but Orange is the New Black, the new season, kind of touched on, you know, having a trans person in the women's prison, and you know, we watched, spoiler alert, um, you know, her get attacked and stuff like that this season, so it is a dangerous place for everyone, but I'm I mean, I'm not as worried about what's happening down below right (laughs) now, because I think that in time, yeah, well, just like in time, she'll get there if she wants to do it, if she doesn't want to do it, because I know there are a lot of people who still choose to keep that part of their body because, you know, as long as you feel sexy. Ooh, man, I feel like a woman. It's Shania Twain just popped in my hand, my head. Um, <laughs> but I think that's the most important thing for her. And I want her to stop focusing on such superficial things because there are so many other things that she could be worried about. And, you know, she keeps saying that she's concerned about being a spokesperson for the community and what that means. You couldn't even go on a road trip with just these other trans people. You had to bring your assistant and your hairstylist with you. They didn't bring anyone with them. It was just them. And I really wanted her to go somewhere, like, on her own 
and be with these people and not have the team around her and see how she, she can really survive. I, maybe this is me being very pessimistic, maybe too pessimistic. I think, spoiler alert, you're going to see less of Caitlyn coming out into the world than you want. You're oh, going to yeah. see, look, this is a celebrity first. The celebrity first, a, a famous person first, and a transgender person need to prove to me that that's first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you haven't done that yet. This is a reality show. Mm-hmm. You're on E! You did these very, very public media interviews about this. You have this very, very superficial thus far transition. You talk a big game, and that's great. And the stuff she says, I'm like, yes, this is wonderful. You sound like you get it. And then there are, of course, segments tonight where it sounds like she doesn't get it, so that's why I'm worried. But I'm just, call me pessimistic, and I'm not saying there's anything nefarious going on. Caitlin is absolutely Absolutely not in the wrong. I mean, this is she's a product of her environment. Yes. And when you live in Malibu and Calabasas, and when you live this life for a long time, it's just like raising kids there. You become sheltered to that life, and then you come out into the world. You come down the hill in Malibu, and you say, "Oh crap! People have different lives. People mm-hmm. struggle. People have to have you know there's sex work that goes on." She had no idea. The woman at the very last scene, who's talking about you know, oh well, sex work's a reality, and I lived it, and you, everybody thinks transgender women are prostitutes. And Caitlin cuts in, and she's like, "You're gonna think I'm a sex worker," and you're like, "That made me so like, mad." Oh. You're like, "Shit, you did what are not you doing? just say that. Yeah. This is not about you right now, Caitlin. Like, you're not the center of attention all the time." That not made me all. mad when she that, said that. That made me very mad when it, she it, said that. The, the biggest. Not the biggest, but one of the things that I took such offense to it by, and I don't know why I take offense. I have no right to get offended by this. It's not my. You know, I'm not part of that issue. Um, but I took offense to it on behalf of transgender women. I guess is. She can't be serious. She can't, at least how they portray her in this documentary, which is not true. This is a reality show. Let's call it what yeah. it is. But how they portray her in a lot of the scenes today, I don't know if you guys heard, but a lot of serious conversations, and then Caitlin would just interject with a little joke to, like, break the ice. And I get it if you're nervous with this group, you're around these trans women. Jenny Boylan is legit. You know, you yeah. have people yeah. here who are just legit activists. And so she's like, oh, crap, what do I do? You know, and you get nervous or whatever. But after a couple of those... Well, and she's the newbie, like, in that group, too. And I don't mean to, like, put down Caitlyn this much. I mean, what do we expect, though? They're from the Kardashians. They're kind of an airheady family, even though I love watching them. Totally guilty. (laughs) It's like Bruce has been hiding away in his little corner the whole time the Kardashians were going on for years and years. And they kept just like making his space smaller and smaller. And he had like his little section in the garage. And he always wanted to be kind of separate from it all. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like he was also like jealous and wanted to be a part of it and wanted to do the makeup and the hair and all that girly stuff. But... I don't know. I think he likes being like a hermit on his little, you know, area, his little mountaintop with his big home and staying inside. And I totally get that because I like to do that stuff, too. But people are expecting so much from her now. And I think she just kind of made this transition later on in life and wants to kind of chill and relax. And, of course, she's taking on that spokesperson role. But it's also a lot of work and she doesn't get all of it. Yeah. Look, this is somebody who – I know we all kind of gave the first episode like 10 out of 10, and I think it warranted it. I thought it was really good. 
I'm at like five out of ten on this one. I got to be honest. It's different yeah. vibes though. Totally yeah. different. Really different vibes. It, I felt like we were watching a completely different show than what we yeah. watched yeah. last week. And and that's nothing about Caitlyn. It's not saying oh Caitlyn no. shouldn't do this. No, I think it's awesome. Caitlyn, that's go for it. That's the show. It. The editing, but, yeah, the yeah, producing, it's, it's everything. Just the storyline and the portrayal of it. It's not the act itself. You want to transition, dude? Go for it. That's awesome. If that's you, that's awesome. It's the way around the transition that things are happening. So superficial. And there are folks who are watching this after show right now saying, y'all are stupid. It's the Kardashians. What did you expect? And I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. Probably are. <laughs> it's the Kardashians. Like, let's be honest. This is, you come from a product of your environment. We are yeah. all products of our environment. And look at that environment. It's just that this episode, it was so produced. Yeah. You know, and it felt produced. And the first episode didn't feel produced produce you saw Caitlyn's mom there having a struggle with getting through and you're just like oh my gosh this is what this show is going to be I went around this whole week people were like oh I don't want to watch this show I was like no you have to Me too. it's completely different <laughs> than anything you thought it was going to be like I thought I thought it was going to be this what we saw tonight yeah. and then they surprised me last week with that and now we're back to this and it was just kind of like I got excited and now I'm I mean this is what I expected from the start but, I mean, anyways, getting back to the voice issue, yeah. I have figured out how Caitlyn can sound more feminine. All she has to do is drop a like every other word. <laughs> totally. Like, like I do. <laughs> and if you throw in those likes, people are going to think you're a chick. Like she's phone. from Calabasas. It's yeah. Like I mean, like, you're totally like a valley girl, Caitlyn. So, like, just say like and you'll, like, be okay. You use that voice again. My like Kim voice, kind of. Oh, you do it. I'm not. Like, I'm not gonna look at you. Valley girl, just like a little bit. I used to say like way too much, and I've been trying to like take it out, but it's like not working for me. <laughs> it sounds to me. It sounds exactly like Courtney. Courtney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Um, no, but I want to be Kardashian voice a little bit. It's pretty <laughs> like, good. Kind of my real voice in real life all the time. Like awkward. Like Bible. It sounds like Courtney. Bible. Bible. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's talk about these women, these trans women, these these activists, all of them almost, activists, a couple actresses. Uh, Jenny Boylan uh, from GLAAD, 27 years married to her wife, 12 years as husband, 15 years as wife, which is crazy. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe in a minute, but we don't know her story as well. Uh, Drian, Drian Juarez, Candace Kane. Uh, Chandy Moore, Jen Richards, and Zachary Drucker. We don't get a ton from Zachary Drucker. The rest of them we see, I think, a lot. Uh, what do we make of this group of girls? I'm really, really concerned. My biggest, I think, pet peeve, my biggest issue, it's bigger than a pet peeve, my biggest serious issue with this episode was the scene of these, what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including Caitlin, these seven women and then Rhonda and Courtney sitting in the Malibu mansion, sitting around the coffee table, I don't know if they had wine at this point, it doesn't matter, and talking about the struggles of trans women and, and suicide and sex work and, you know, you got to see how it really is. It struck me as so... <sighs> The optics of it looked so bad. A ton of trans women who have made it, these these six, seven, I know they probably still have struggles, but they've made it much further than most because of their station and where they are and what they're doing. And they're with this Caitlyn Jenner who's rich and in this mansion, and they're like, oh, we'll talk about trans women as a whole. And, you know, what, what transgender people need to do as a whole. It's like, 
you seven, Caitlin does not represent the whole community, but I know y'all seven together don't represent this community either. Yeah. It's, it's so... All different stories. Yeah. So different. And it's so isolated. It is so... Just... It's come down off your mountaintop, literally and figuratively. And that scene, I'm like, oh, God, this this is not a good look to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally alone about that, but it's not a good no, look to No, I me. felt the same way. I mean, comparing this week's episode and last week's again... Uh, last week's, I felt like Caitlyn was kind of the hero, and you really feel for her and like her, and you're seeing her family and her mom, and she's, like, coming down to help people, and for this, I felt like she seemed very uh, arrogant and oblivious to what was going on, and wasn't, like, completely in tune with the issues, and it also was just... It seems so much more, like, staged and scripted where they, like, threw all these women together that haven't met before. And I can't believe that was Caitlyn's first time really hanging out with transgender women because, I don't know, I mean, if you're, you feel inside how you feel, uh, you're going to make that transition. I'm not in that place, but I feel like before I'd make that transition, I'd at least want to hang out with people that have done it and get their feedback. Yeah, so well, I found that very interesting. I think that's part of, like, one of the things that you're supposed to do, because there's a lot of therapy that you have to complete and get signed off on before you even do the transitions and stuff. And I feel like that's something that would be advised to someone, like, hey, you know, Hang you out should, and talk to someone. Yeah, like, you know, here, sit down with this person and listen to their story and, you know, hear what life can be like. It doesn't mean this is going to be your life. But it could be, or, you know, pieces of it. I mean, I, it's like we can sit down with anyone. I can sit down with another black person and be like, okay, your story is different than mine. We're products of our own environments, and you know, but at the same time, we have this core that's connecting us at the same time, and then you can really connect with people that way, and it seems like she just, need, she just needs to do more of that. To be honest with Caitlin, the way we were sold this with the Diane Sawyer interview specifically, and, and Vanity Fair too, and this docuseries, this reality series too, is uh, Bruce Jenner, 65 years old, been thinking about this for 60 of those years. This has been always in the back of my mind, found it out, considered it in the 80s, blah, blah, blah. This whole time, is it possible that formerly Bruce, currently Caitlin, is just superficial as hell in general? Women things aside, female, you know, the, the, the look of a woman aside, femininity and all that. How do you go through this for 30, 40 years, struggling, thinking, wondering, trying, admitting to wearing women's clothes around, out of town, you know, going on speaking engagements? How do you go through this for decades and not for one minute be like, what about other people going through this? I understand the internet wasn't around in the 80s, so maybe there's even that concern of how do you find it. But what about three years ago? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, what about going out three years ago and saying, wait a second, certainly not only rich people go through this, there must be, you know, what's the other side? Or yeah. turning on the news. Yeah. It's on the news all the time. All the time. You hear these stories. I mean, last week, the story, you know, that we saw on the first episode, that's something that's in the news. These are all things that are going on and it's easy to hear about. It's like, I know about this, the down, like, not the downside, like, the bad side of things, how bad things can get. And I've never done any research really on it or anything. Just from common knowledge of watching my television, I know this stuff. How do you not know it? And if it's something that moves you, watch the television and then take the next step. Yes. Do the rest of the research, whatever that is. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing I'm interested in, um, with, with doing the research and stuff like that, a big point of the first episode was suicide. Was Kyler, was the suicide... 
why did you never connect the dots? Why are they committing suicide? It's always complicated. It's never one thing. Kyler's mom kind of said that, right? Yeah. It's always complicated. It's never like, oh, well, they're trans, so they bullied, so they killed themselves. That's definitely part of it. Not always Lots and not everything. Lots of emotional stuff going on. So, yeah. what, you know, if it's adults, is it different than kids? Why is suicide so prevalent? What are the issues? Is there a rich versus poor thing, which we now know there is? And we probably could have guessed. You know, is there a sex work thing, which we probably kind of understood, and I'm amazed that she didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Bruce is also, I mean, Bruce was so rich, you know, from yeah. being an athlete from a young age and ha- is used to a sort- certain lifestyle. And Caitlin obviously is too. And I think it takes a minute to realize, like, other people don't have this lifestyle. It doesn't seem to, like, click as much. It seems like yeah. it was almost like, I know that is going to sound horrible and I'm going to get crap for saying this, but it almost seemed very like all of a sudden, like I'm bored, I have money, kind of rich people splurge instead of like, I've been wanting to do this and I really want to research everything about it. And I know that sounds horrible, but no, look, d- it no, could I, be a possibility, no. a publicity kind of like ego thing in a way. It's a reality show for a reason. I mean, come on, let's be real about it. This is on television. It's making advertising money. Let's be real about it. Yeah. You know, Caitlyn Jenner has an agent. Caitlyn Jenner has a publicist. Caitlyn Jenner has people. This is a machine. Is there something authentic behind it? For sure. I mean, you can't, uh, I definitely take her to word i think she's very sincere and has struggled a long time and there's definitely yeah. no you know mm-hmm. let's let's she owes we owe it to her that too we take it at her word for sure but it's a machine and it makes money and it moves the needle and it gets you ratings and it gets you an sp and all these things that are going to come through and it moves the conversation too if it moves to more tolerance great that'd be wonderful but it's part of the machine for them. And I'm starting to think, and this is going to sound dumb, and I should have been thinking this a while ago, knowing the Kardashian family, and perhaps I'm alone. I would like your two feedback on this. I'm starting to think Caitlyn Jenner might be a pretty crappy role model for transgender people. Her because experience, of her personality and how a, a smart she is? Or? Her experience is just so limited. And, and all of our experience is limited to what we know. None yeah. of us are broad experience. Yeah. But it's so limited to such a small portion of the population. It, it is the 1% of transgender people. It's the 1% of the 1% in the transgender community. It, you can't relate at first, and you made no attempt to relate, it seems like, for a long time. And so now when you do it, it's almost pandering. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I I'll say this. I don't think it's fair to say that she'll she won't be a good role model because i think people can learn and she is she we are seeing her surrounding herself with people trying to get the knowledge it's a matter of it sinking in and i think that jimmy if they really are as good of friends as it seems like they're trying to portray on tv then i think having someone like jenny around her will definitely help her to understand better and to become a good role model and Sometimes the money, it's always going to play an issue of factor, like we saw at the end of the episode. You know, it's like your social economic status made things better for you. And totally. it's not fair to the rest of us. There's always going to be that argument and that saying, but it's not going to deflect on what she's doing for the community and what she can do 
for the community. Because of her social economic status, she can bring more awareness yeah. to things. Yes, you've been fighting for it for a long time, and I understand that struggle. The struggle is real. But now you have someone on your level. They were talking about at dinner at Caitlin's house before they went on the trip. You know, all we need now is an actor to stand proudly on a podium and say, my wife is a trans woman, and that would be some sort of acceptance. You don't have that yet, but you have Caitlyn Jenner, who regardless of it, good, bad, or ugly, she's going to get you the press and the word out there in a in a way, and will it'll be left to be decided if it's going to be good or bad in the outcome. But look at what we're talking about right now. Even though Caitlyn hasn't brought up all these issues, we're still talking about yeah. all these issues because they're showcasing all these different stories of these transgender women, and I do like that they did that. Yeah. Because if it was just Caitlyn, 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 it's all about Caitlyn, look at my hair, look at my makeup the whole time, it wouldn't be interesting. The fact that they're taking us into these other stories with these other people, I think, is making the show way more interesting than it would be just day-to-day life of Caitlyn sitting at home. Especially since she doesn't leave the house. Yeah. And that's the thing, and I want to talk about that in a second. But I guess that's actually a good question for y'all at home. If you're on YouTube watching the video, you can comment, or you can tweet us at the Tiana Hobson, at Danica Kennedy, at Bobby DeMiro. One of my questions I want to ask you guys uh, to comment on, tweet, YouTube, whatever, is, is Caitlyn Jenner a role model? Should she be a role model? Or is she just a conversation starter? Both are valuable. Mm. If you start the conversation, a role model goes elsewhere, and you can't, you know, different people are role models for different people. There's never a hard and fast rule. But is she a role model, or is she just starting a conversation? And five years from now, so-and-so is like, that's a damn good role model. That's the activist. That's the person that really moves the needle. Caitlyn Jenner started the conversation. So you guys can comment or tweet us on that. Um... Yeah, about that house, this is the other thing. It's not just money. It's not just the ability to do the surgeries, buy the clothes. The wardrobe is insane. It's it's I a mean, Kardashian-Jenner wardrobe. What the hell do you expect? Closet wild. I'm not even into it. I don't do makeup mostly. I don't do a lot of fashion. But if I had the money and the time for someone to dress me and doll me up the way uh, she does, honey... I'd be on it. Dream closet and dream house. I don't think I would leave either if I had that house or that closet. I'd just be like, I'm good right here. I just want to be the hell alone. But that's that's the other privilege that money brings for Caitlyn. And some of the people at the end, some of the transgender women at the end talked about it. They were like, as I started transitioning, I lost four jobs. Well, Caitlyn doesn't have that problem. She has money. She's gained jobs. She, yeah, so she's, she's gaining yeah. a ton of money from this. If, if you what you read, you know what you believe, what you read, and so Caitlin can transition at the Malibu home, in there, try on clothes, walk around, try the voice, do whatever, call people, have people come to her and say, "Look, I'm a woman now. This is great. Let's have a wonderful sit down," without ever leaving the privacy of her home. An average transgender yeah. woman's like, you know what? I gotta pay rent. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta go buy groceries. You know, I can't have somebody do normal crap for me. I gotta go to the bank. <laughs> and those and, things, even just going out into the world, those things have got to be so intimidating. Caitlyn Jenner didn't have to do them the same way. She's getting surgeries and then resting at home, and I'm sure all her food and everything else is like delivered. She has assistants. People work for her. People. It's like a team. Yeah, and and I'm not knocking her for having money. Listen, if I had money, man, no, we're the laziest person in the world over here. We wish we were like that. <laughs> I mean, there is for the money, yeah. For the super, absolutely, man. We all would, and I think folks at home, you know, we all would definitely spend money we've earned if we made that kind of money. But it still brings up an issue. Like it's still, it's just not like a hundred percent there. I'm not mad at her about it, but you got to acknowledge it. You got to be real. And even like you know, when they were 
when she was talking with Jenny at the dinner party, um, you know, someone said, you know, that they got discriminated against at the doctor's office. And she's like, that happened? Like, I can't believe that would happen. It's like, what world are you living in that you don't know that it shouldn't be happening? I believe that we it's 2015. It should not be happening. But it does. There's whole movements out there about all the discrimination that's happening in the world right now. Of course this is happening. And it's sad to, that she's sitting there and realizing it for the first time. And that's just what I have to say about that. Seems so oblivious to me about it. Like, I I don't want to say, like, she's dumb or anything because I don't think she is. I think she's actually, like, an amazing host and speaker, which, look at us, like, we're pursuing that. And Bruce has been doing that for years and years. And I don't know. I don't think she's dumb, but she seems very oblivious to the topic, even though she's the spokesperson for it. It seems like, and I don't know if I'm about to have a really deep thought or a really dumb thought. Maybe it's a little bit of both. I mean, you are Bobby DeMiro, so. <laughs> we'll see. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Um, no, it seems like Caitlyn Jenner and the producers are approaching this docu-series, this reality series, from the perspective of a straight white man. And what I mean by that is because that's what Bruce was. That was Bruce. And now Caitlin is different. But they're approaching it from a perspective where if the, 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 the shallow part of me watches this, the shallow part of a straight white guy watches this, I'm like, good for Caitlin. This is starting the conversation. This is this is good. And then if I go a little bit deeper in my own brain, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is like you're scratching the surface. You know what I mean? I, it's almost like she pursued this, and I don't know how they actually, if there was ever a conversation in the production room, but it's almost like she pursued this to talk to people who were totally ignorant of transgender issues, like probably a fair amount of straight white men, like people in communities that just don't see this or don't acknowledge this, and then transgender communities, and I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong, I'm not speaking for them, I'm just just wondering, transgender communities have got to be up in arms, like the women on this show, the other women represented on the show who were saying, whoa, 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 Caitlin, no, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. people get discriminated against, people are getting killed, people are getting attacked. raped, people are getting attacked, this, no, dude, Crazy. <laughs> this is not, like, where are you coming from, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know if that's a deep thought or a dumb thought, but, well, and you pair that with her very conservative views yeah. on life, and you have Really, everyone, like, what's happening? And- so conservative, yeah. like, Republican. When he, she started talking about that kind of stuff and got really conservative, that's when I was like, okay, there's the Bruce that I used to see all the time on the Kardashians, like, that just, like, shine through. And I know I'm making them sound like different people, but... Even Caitlyn does that. She talks yeah. about Caitlyn and the third person and Bruce. And this is the it's first time very, I've taken yeah. Caitlyn clothes. Remember weird. when she said that? Yeah. yeah. It's weird to refer to yourself in the third person when you're that person. I understand saying Bruce when Caitlyn's talking about Bruce, but it's weird to talk about Caitlyn when you're Caitlyn. Well, right? Tiana always talks about Tiana in the third person. That's the joke well, I was yeah. going to make you I asshole. Can't, <laughs> I can't bring it up in, around these two because I do that all the time. Well, you know, Bobby's not speaking with Tiana, so Danica, <laughs> if you could pass along a message for Bobby. Uh, no, I, I, I think I totally agree with you, and I think that it's it's I just lost my train of thought because I was telling that joke. Um, <laughs> it's, it's you mean Tiana was? 
No, no, no. Bobby just, was telling the joke, oh, and I totally lost the train of thought. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Something so superficial, and I think, oh, this is the thing about the conservative politics and all that. Mm-hmm. That's the other, I think, personality trait we saw with Caitlyn today. Very little, and it may never come to fruition. But Caitlyn, the conservative, talking about welfare and being on welfare, you make him dependent. From what I know about Bruce, and we learned a lot about Bruce and what I know about Bruce, I don't believe growing up his family was ever on welfare. I don't believe he was. And he grew up a normal you know, kid. Yeah. He grew up in a middle class, whatever. But I don't believe he was on welfare. It's not a crazy poor story. And so it's real tough. I look at that and I'm like, it's real tough to talk about welfare if you've never been on welfare. You know, it's real tough. I've never even known anyone who had to go on welfare. It'd be tough for me to be like, well, transgender women think, I can't speak for transgender women. We can give our thoughts on this thing. But there's a difference when you cross that line and be like, oh, well, you know, transgender women believe you can't do it. And I feel like you saw that little personality trait with Caitlin today about the welfare thing. And I wonder Mm -hmm. if what else do you connect that to and expand that to? What else do you speak on that you don't really know enough about? You know, you. Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, if you're Caitlin, you have to be more searching than saying. You have to be more looking for something than than kind of lining up your views on it. You know what I mean? If this is the time to sit down and listen and absorb the information and ask questions and not necessarily to jump at the first thing and, you know, start saying this and have everyone in the room looking at you like, the fuck? That's what they were trying to do. It's like all these women are there sharing their stories and then she's like, but I'm here. Wait, assistant. That's that's the time when a woman, a transgender woman is talking about transgender women seen as prostitutes and being prostitutes. That's when you shut the fuck up. You do not. Wait a minute. You're going to see me as a prostitute? No. No, <laughs> no, this is serious stuff. And I know you want to make a joke and everybody, dude, everybody already wants to see you. You're like, you're welcome. Yeah. Like people are not, <laughs> you're in a safe spot. Yeah. You don't need to do that kind of stuff. And for all we know, they could have talked for five hours and that was the one joke and we're totally mm-hmm. way off base. And, and, and Caitlin was totally above board serious, but that's what's portrayed to us. And so that's what we have to go with. Uh, and I'm glad they kept it in. I kind of yeah. I liked that editing. Actually, I was like, oh, but like at the end, how they edited it to leave you hanging. I thought they did a good job because at first I was like, they're making this two parts, this road trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, it took them 45 minutes to start the road trip, yeah. so you know, it's that like part. It's like when you're watching. I mean, we saw the title, so we know it was part one and part two. But it's like when you're watching a show and something big's about to happen, and it's like at minute 29 <laughs> of 30, and you're like, they're not going to have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Crap. Um, to be continued. Uh, okay, what do we make of the road trip? The road trip, I got a lot, a lot of Kardashians driving in the bus, mooning cars from behind. And by mm-hmm. mooning cars, you're really just mooning the trailer truck with the video in it. Um, but look at who you're getting the Kardashian vibe from. Mm-hmm. The yeah. people who are cast on this show. Mm-hmm. The people who had a message to get through weren't the ones shaking their butts out the back of a window. I didn't see Jennifer Boylan in her, you know, 20, 30, whatever years of activism and being a college professor at a very, very good institution. <laughs> I didn't see her doing that. But no. she was the first one ready to go in the hot That's shot true. That's That's true. That shocked me. Not shocked me, but I was like, you know, you go, girl. Like you, <laughs> yeah. She's like, wait, we're putting on bathing suits? So that way you're going to sk- I was like, hey, if that's the kind of party you want to roll with, you do you, boo. That's true. 
That's very true. Yeah. You left and me speechless. That's very true. <laughs> That's very Wait, true. I'm on vacation. Oh, we we put on swimsuits. Okay, I guess. <laughs> but it was almost like it was almost like the the production company in E had like a brain fart for two minutes when they did the sleeping arrangements. It was almost like the real world. Oh yeah. Oh, Where yeah. are you going to sleep? In a Jersey Shore on the yeah. first day of the season. Next top model. I thought I was going to get the Tyra room. Janice is like so stupid. And then they banned the assistant to be in that like little side house and. She she was like, I thought this was vacation. Yeah, and but was, you're not paying for it. Every, so just sleep where you are taken. Every, yeah. every joke <laughs> was about... the assistant. <laughs> every joke was about cis women. Oh, you're just cis women. You know? yeah. One or two times, I'm like, okay, that's funny. Of course you're going to joke about it. Like, we all would in that situation. But after, like, six of them, it was like, okay, is that it? You, is that all you got? That was weird to me, because I've never heard that word before, honestly. Before this episode, I was like, cis women. Well, oh, see, then there's a lost opportunity. There's me. a lost opportunity to talk to Danica and everybody else who's like, what's a cis? They kind of rolled it yeah. under the... Yeah. Like, it was a quick thing. It was like, oh, well, it's like, you know, a man or a woman who's not trans. And yeah. that's all that Caitlin said about it. And it was like, moving on. And I was like, wait... There's not a yeah. deeper, like, not, you don't have to be deeper, but there's not no. just more of a subject. I mean, Danica completely missed that. Yeah, well, Danica, so you know, it, we can I talk about I'm blonde, but. <laughs> like we're just talking about Danica. <laughs> well, I Danica. I thought it was women and transgender women. I didn't know it was cis. Like, that's new to me, and it just kind of, like, flew over my head. Had to look it up. That's a missed opportunity. And it seems like a couple of minutes there, and you're like, uh-oh, reality show. It reverted back. It reverted back to a Kardashian ski trip to Montana. That's yeah. what this felt like. <laughs> and, and and listen, to be honest, and maybe I'm being overly critical because I'm just in a bad mood and i got to eat, and that's totally <laughs> possibly true. But I think I'm being kind of right. But you can have fun on a show like this, and you should, and we talked about it last yeah. week. If it is just about suicide, what we used last week for an example, or sex work, if it's eight episodes of sex work, it's like, crap, I get it, but oh my, like, there's got to be a light at the end of the tunnel. So you need to have fun, you need to have the light, it needs to be inspiring and uplifting and all these things, television, this is what they do. Um, but, but you walk a very tough line, and the more that Caitlin comes across as being superficial, the more fun you have, the worse it looks. If she's deep for a long time and she's into it and she really understands and develops in the community, not the superficial stuff, the community stuff that you can't fake and you can't have surgery for, if you really develop that, when you go have fun, I'm right there with you. We're 100% there with you. But when you're having fun on a road trip, you're like, oh, okay, that's nice, but you're still kind of ignorant to everything that's going on. Yeah. It feels cheap. I agree. I mean, I feel like to get everyone's respect, they have to keep it on the serious note. However, I think it's going to stay superficial. Yeah. And I expected it to be superficial from the start, and I was shocked last week when the first episode wasn't. But I think, like, prediction-wise, I think Caitlin's going to full-on transition with the vocal surgery and the surgery down there. But, I mean, Bruce had that awful facelift. He was teased about it on talk shows like Jimmy Fallon. They covered it on the Kardashians and he was, that was like his big struggle, like dealing with the jokes about his plastic surgery 
And that doesn't even compare to, like, the battles that some of these other transgender women have gone through, like, the prostitution kind of stuff and losing jobs and all these crazy stories. I mean, obviously, having your face being, like, made fun of is horrible, but you're still continuing to pay for all these plastic surgeries. Also, mind you, these are people getting plastic surgeries that have a ton of money, and they're going to the best plastic surgeons, and they're still messing up. And he's still, like, willing to take risks, probably, to get the Vogel stuff done, even though, like, what Kim brought up, like, what if you lose your voice? I feel like he would still do it, though, and he's willing to do that stuff and go all the way. Yeah. And I did like that we saw, I mean, you know, in the middle of all this superficial stuff, we did get to see bits and pieces of realness and real struggles with the vocal cord thing, and even with the bathing suit thing. You know, yeah, Caitlin's not ready to be in front of people in the bathing suits and be in the water and you I I saw that moment and I believed that moment you know and I was like okay at least they are giving us this real stuff and she said you know I'm not ready right now but you know maybe I will be I'm still in transition these other women have been doing it for um you know like years and years and years so um it's tough to do predictions on this show we just got a couple minutes left guys uh so I guess I'll leave this maybe with a question for y'all. Actually, two. A real quick question first. Reports are coming out. Reports, quotes, you never really know. But there, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff coming out now, and it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm interested in what you two think, being in entertainment as you both are. Uh, apparently, Caitlin may have been auditioning friends. The women you see here were auditioned to appear on the show. Rumors, don't know if it's true. Honestly, though, it wouldn't surprise me. Television's big business. You can't just say, yeah, bring whoever. This is a lot of money on the line. I, 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 I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying I totally believe it. I, yeah, oh, go ahead. I was going to say I believe it, too. I mean, <laughs> I the two cis girls reminded me of, like, Kardashian clones that they, like, casted on there, kind of, something like that. But I've also heard of uh, Caitlyn dating Candace Kane. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors about that. I don't know if they actually dated or what happened or if they're seeing each other or anything, but... I feel like that was definitely, like, a setup that was, like, pushed on by the media to see if they'll like each other. Who knows if that will actually work out (laughs) or if that's even a thing. (laughs) But that's what I hear. So I could definitely think or see that being all staged. I hate hate that we're skeptical, but let's be real. I'm going to be real. I mean, I I produce reality shows for life, and it's very possible that that's what happened because... I mean, if you look on... I mean, there's just been other reality shows. I don't know if my confidentiality agreements stop, prevent me from saying stuff, but I really <laughs> no, don't care don't right now. But, like, Joan Rivers' show, they were cast people to go on dates with Joan, to go on dates with Melissa. It was a casting thing, and it's like, oh, look, they're dating. And it's like, no, you've been cast. Oh, look, Joan's going to be a lesbian. Oh, yeah, let's find <laughs> someone to play a lesbian for Joan to have a crush on for a bit, you know? Yeah. It's definitely, definitely done all the time. Reality TV is not real. Sorry, spoiler alert. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I mean, just there's too much money. Yeah. The business is at stake. You don't just say, hey, we'll just give you a camera. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's too regimented. And if you don't Can't believe do me, watch Unreal, which is basically exposing The Bachelor uh, yeah. for what it actually is. 
is. You know, you know who I've does, been telling people forever. You know who does the Unreal After Show? You? One. Oh, gosh. Bobby now De Niro. I, now I'm sad I plugged it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you just set that right yeah. up for him. Yeah, I haven't even watched it <laughs> that yet. That was wonderful. Uh, the last Unreal After Show, for those of you interested, actually is Tuesday, 8 p.m. Pacific. No, that is a really good show. <laughs> and the Bachelor folks hate it. The yeah. Bachelor folks are like, no, it's nothing like our show. It, to it's me, everything. it's so much better. If it was right? nothing like your show, you wouldn't say anything. Why are you even talking about it? Um, okay, this is not a Bachelor show. Uh, my other question for you guys, last thing, and then for y'all at home. We've only seen two episodes. Can't say for sure for final yet for all eight, but two episodes in. Does this reality series paint Caitlyn in a worse light than before or better? I think it's the light that we expected. Is that a good expected or a bad expected? It's kind of like I'm going to leave that open to interpretation. <laughs> okay. Because, because, because it's, I don't know. Because I feel that if you say things critical of Caitlyn in publicly, people will attack you. And at the same time, it's like you're trying to be real and have an honest conversation. I'm not saying anything about what Caitlyn has done. It's not admirable or brave or anything like that. I'm saying it feels fake, and I feel like, okay, it makes sense now. You're you're Kim now. You've become yeah. Kim. But then Danica brought up all the surgeries that Bruce had in the past and how Bruce was kind of superficial, too, in a way, of in that way. Of, He's as, a jock. As, yeah, as far as looks yeah. go Hot and jock. appearance. It's always been a trait, and now as a woman, we're seeing it just brought to life more, and maybe me as a jealous woman is like, man, I wish I could look that good. (laughs) Um, Why can't someone permanently be around to do my hair and makeup? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so open to interpretation. Okay. Danica? Well, paint in a better picture, depending on when you're talking about. I think the first episode, she looked better than this episode, I think Caitlyn is painted in a better picture than Bruce ever was on the Kardashians. I think she's so much more open and fun, and it's still the same soul, the same personality, same person. They're the same person. Exactly. And I think that she's way more open and just like, I'm going to be who I want to be, and I'm going to stay in my house if I want to do this, and I'm going to decorate how I want, I'm going to wear what I want, you know, I know there's a team of people orchestrating everything, but I just felt like his leash was so tight with Chris around, and now he can, she can be who she wants to be. And that's a big question, too, that a lot of people are asking, like, are we going to see Chris Mm -hmm. on the show? People don't think it's going to happen, and I'm like, you know what? That's coming. Whether it's, whether it's coming. whether Chris and, and Caitlin want it or not, the Who Wore It Better stuff is coming. That's but, the industry that you're yeah. in. Get ready for it. And everyone's like, you know, I don't think Chris is going to do it. But here's the thing. Chris is a businesswoman, and she knows how huge mm-hmm. it is for her to appear on this show with Caitlin and have it out, and the attention she would get from that. Like, she's a businesswoman. She's yeah. smart. I'm with she's, you. She's going to do it. So that's a, question, that's a question for you guys at home, mm-hmm. too. Uh, two episodes in, we don't know the whole story yet, but is Caitlin painted in a worse light than she was? You're right. When do we ask the question? But maybe a couple weeks ago before the show started. You know, Vanity Fair, Caitlin versus Caitlin now. Is she painted in a worse light? Is this eight episodes going to ruin 
that brand, that person, that foray into, you know, being a transgender role model or conversation starter, or is it going to be better? So I want to know what you guys think two episodes in. Uh, you can always tweet us all week long. Tiana, if they wanted to tweet you, I don't have any idea why they would want to tweet you, but if they <sighs> did, where would they do that? You can find my smiling face on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at the Tiana Hobson. Haters going to hate Bobby. How, how hard was it to, like, swallow and not... <laughs> Attack me across the table. If I threw water on you, would you melt like the Wicked Witch? Oh! Yeah. Danica, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you don't want to talk to these losers, you can chat with me at Danica Kennedy all over social media. Tiana... Danica's no, no, no feud with us. No, no, no. I'm on my own. This, is, this is our feud. Don't you get involved. They're trying to make me pick sides. It's awful. Um, Stefan, by the way, I didn't mention this. Top Stefan's going to be back next week. Thank God I'm going to have another guy on this panel. Um, I'm at Bobby Demuro on Twitter. I think my Instagram is at Mr. Bobby Demuro. I don't use it a lot. So just tweet me at Bobby Demuro. That's it this week on I Am Kate. We'll be back next Sunday. Again, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, everywhere. After Buzz TV has a social platform which is everywhere and comment all week on the youtube video if you guys are watching this later we check these things all week we love your comments we want to hear from you have a great night and we will see you next sunday from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 